0: Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm back with you guys uh, for another another episode of Homesteads and Homeschools. If that's not what you intended to listen to, that is what you are listening to, and I welcome you. I welcome you aboard to, uh, to this fine, fine show I have going on here. I am your host, the Liberty Hippie, here with you for another week, another show. Uh, we're talking, talking about homeschooling today, and uh, today's episode number sixty-five, which means that you can find the show notes at homeschools.com slash 065. A couple of things before we get going here. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by going to Patreon, patreon.com slash the Liberty Hippie. And you can do that there. Got some seeds for you, some some merchandise, uh, stickers, a little bit of bonus content here and there. I'm really going to try to step up the bonus content. So, uh, you know, some extra, extra tidbits, extra little interviews here and there. Um, I will. I'll try to upload for you all to to enjoy. If you don't really want to get into the Patreon thing, because you know, money's money's tight, I get it, it's, uh, it's a tough time right now. You're probably still buying things on Amazon. Go to homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash Amazon, and I have a an affiliate link there that will take you over to Amazon, and for the next 24 hours, things that you buy, uh, I will get a little kickback from. It's not much. You know, it's it's uh, less than 10%. Usually it's like 8 eight to 3%, somewhere in there. But you know, it, it doesn't seem like much, but uh, it, it does help offset some of the costs incurred by, uh, by running this thing. Pay for my time a little bit too, eventually, maybe someday. Anyway, um, I think that's all for now. Go check out the Discord server that we have here going on. Um, you know, it's picking up some volume. Check it out. There's lots of good conversation there. Um, some some real knowledgeable guys in that group that are more than willing to, to help out, um, and to give you advice and pointers. And it's really, really nice. It's a nice thing to have. So check that out. Uh, you can do that by getting at me on Twitter at HS and HS pod. You can send me an email homesteads and homeschools at gmail.com and that that'll do it. (coughs) So onto the show, uh, my guest today is Miss Julie Borowski. Some of you out there know her. Uh, she's an author. Um, she has a, a younger child who's not quite school age yet, but, um, you know, we talked about homeschooling and we talked about, you know, what is going on right now in the world um, and is what we're seeing homeschooling? What are, what are some of the things going on there? So stay tuned. Check it out. Uh, let's, go, let's go plant those liberty seeds with my guest, Miss Julie Borowski. This trip and yeah. my guest today is Miss Julie Borowski. you may know her from uh, a couple different places where they're on, on Facebook Twitter uh, putting all sorts of things out and uh, you find her on on YouTube the libertarian token girl and uh, of course she's uh, she's written a book that uh, talk about a little bit at the end nobody knows how to make a pizza uh, so Julie thank you for for coming on today appreciate you taking your time out and uh, chatting
1: Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, no problem. So, um, going back to like your childhood, what what was your education growing up? Were you you a homeschool kid, or did you go to public school, or?
1: No, um, I went to public school, but I had a stay at home mom. For the first couple years of my life, and my mom and my dad were very involved in my education, which I think helped a lot. So no, I was not homeschooled. A lot of people assume I was, but no, I was a typical public school K through 12 kid.
0: Good deal. Good deal. Did you, uh, did you enjoy it or was it, uh, do you remember any of it?
1: I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. <laughs> I um I wish I had more time to kind of pursue things I was interested in. There were some classes I liked. I really liked creative writing classes and art classes, that type of thing. But um, I could do without some classes. So I would say I didn't enjoy it overall. Um, that's why I kind of want to do things a little bit different with my kids. But I guess we'll get into that.
0: <laughs> Did you... um? Were you able to pursue some of those um, topics some of those specialties when you got to, to college?
1: Um well I I majored in political science in college um, as you probably could tell I really like politics and arguing with poli- about politics. So I was able to pursue that. Um, I actually really enjoyed college. It's like one of the best years of my life. So I really like politics and learning about it and arguing with people. So yeah, I wish I could do more of that. Um, political science, history, that type of thing in high school and middle school instead of, you know, not that math and science are important. They are important. But I mean, like, calculus and whatever is something that i do not use in my everyday life some people need calculus but i don't um so i wish i was able to kind of pursue things that i wanted to pursue earlier instead of going to these classes that i will never use in my life
0: yeah yeah there's a, a fair bit of that I, I never was going to be an artist so yeah taking art 3d was just you know big big waste of time <laughs> so you're um you have a kid, not, not quite school age yet. Um, as, as, uh, know, as far as, uh, legal definitions, I suppose, but, um, you guys are, you've made the decision to, to, homeschool, I guess. is that.
1: Um, and I don't know yet. I mean, he's only two. So it's something we kind of need to talk about as a family. I'm not the only one making right, that right, decision, yeah. of course, <laughs> but, um, I guess I'm, Kind of homeschooling him now. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom. It was really important to me to be there for his first few years, at least, of his life, as an influence. But I think we do kind of homeschool here a bit. We're learning about the colors and numbers and that type of thing right now. So I am doing education for him.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's impressive. Like. I think I feel like we're we're just kind of stuck in this paradigm of like you ship your kid off at the age of five and that's when school starts. And, you know, maybe there's some, some preschools out there you send your kid to, but just being able to, to have a parent home with your kids is just massive. Um, you know, think of all the things that you're able to give your son that you wouldn't, if you were, you know, out there making money so you could have a, a whatever, you know, um, it's an interesting thing to think about. So what, what have you, um, what have you been doing? Have you been like using anything or are you just kind of spending time with them and, and going over stuff? Like how, <laughs> how does that work for, for one year age or your kid's age rather?
1: Um, we're not really using anything. Um, it's just kind of our day to day right now with the quarantine It's a little bit hard, but we do like to go out and do stuff and socialize with other kids and go to places. Um, you know, it's not like me flashcard, numbers and colors like oh this is blue this is yellow and he loves he loves colors and just saying all the colors and you know we're working on numbers but it's not me like sitting him down saying like this is one this is two this is three like he likes to count things around him so we're trying to make learning fun and not just something that's a pain because I feel like you know, growing up when I went to school, I felt like reading books was a chore. Like, oh, that's something you do at school. Right. But like reading books, it's not just for in school, you could do it as a fun activity. So I'm trying to make learning fun and just not be something that he hates. Uh, that, I mean, if he loves learning, then I think we're good.
0: Yeah. That's and really, that's, I think it, that's what it boils down to. If you can encourage that in, in your children, get them to appreciate learning for kind of the sake of learning and, and finding things that they appreciate and, and get them to learn on that. It's just a uh, miles ahead of, and then being, being forced to do things they can't stand. But um, I don't know. So are you looking at that decision? I know you guys got what, three years, two years, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. So uh, wh- what are some things you guys think you're, might come up to to discuss? What are some of those issues that you might say, well, maybe we're going to send them to public school or private school or whatever or any any that?
1: Um, well, private school versus homeschooling, the issue is money.
0: Um, <laughs> a lot of private yeah. schools are
1: very expensive um, and we try to have a very modest life. Um, since I am a stay-at-home mom, I do make a little bit money selling books and merchandise, but it's not. It's not a, a right. large amount. Okay. People. Uh, <laughs> so we, we try to live a modest life. Um, and private school is very expensive. Uh, so, you know, what type of private school to send um, to uh, there's religious ones. I've no noticed that most of them seem to be religious, but there's some Montessori schools, which I think is an interesting concept. I'm looking more into um, whether to homeschool or public school. um You know, there's some family members who kind of have misconceptions about what homeschooling is and about homeschooling kids. And there's the whole socialization aspect, which I think is kind of overblown because, I mean, there's so many sports and clubs and I know there's homeschooling co-ops and there's so many opportunities for socialization there. I think, you know, I've heard some people say, well, you know, homeschooling kids tend to be kind of weird but you know, I think that's also kind of my generation. I'm 31, where homeschooling wasn't that common. Now that I think it's becoming more common, there's more kids who are homeschooled, so there's more chances to get them socialized in the community. Whereas probably when I was in, when I was growing up, there wasn't that much. So I think homeschooling kids are probably more isolated. Uh, my generation than they are today. And uh, yeah, isolation is a, is a bad problem because these kids are going to have to go to society. They're probably going to have jobs and interact with people. So they need to, you know, not be weird. But uh, I think that is kind of overblown. But I think yeah. we're well, just, you know, what is homeschooling going to look like and to make sure that he gets everything he needs to be successful and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I think when you look at public school, I don't know the numbers, but I'm, I'm willing to bet there's just as many weird public school kids <laughs> as, as like them, homeschool yeah. kids. I know, right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking to myself right here. Well, you know, but uh, it is, it's true. When you look at, you know, I'm, I'm I don't know how old I am, 36, 37. Um, you know, you, you look at what homeschool looked like when I was a kid growing up and it's the same thing, you know, like, the, those outlets weren't necessarily there they might have been there but they weren't front and center and with the the advent of of social media what it is and and the connectedness it's easy to find people in your community that are, are doing the same things you're doing you know that you're able to to find people or a co-op or some program at the library that you may have missed because you know whatever reason um and now it's it's there you can find it it's easy to do and the whole socialization thing i think is kind of going away a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh I, I hope anyway that uh, you know there's it's it seems like it's a little more accepted now home homeschooling and uh we'll see. We'll see how it goes though. Cause all these people uh being forced to quarantine now um are in a sense homeschooling. Um and it's it's been a very curious thing to watch on social media. Uh, and I know you've, you've seen parts of it. Um, but it, uh, it's one of those things in the, in the beginning, right? like everybody started homeschooling. It was, I was kind of pleased to see that, right. I was thinking that people would get a taste of this and they'd see that like, I can do this and it's a good thing and let's, let's pile it on. But, um, I know we're kind of seeing that that might not necessarily be true for, for everyone. Um, you know, I, I know you, posted something about, um, some of the differences between homeschooling, right. And, and what is happening now. Um, that I think it's kind of, it, it struck, it was very interesting, right. That you, I, I forget exactly what you said, but, um, Anna, do you recall, you recall
1: Yeah, basically this is not normal homeschooling. This is not normal being a stay at home parent. You know, my typical day, not in quarantine, I'm out socializing with people, interacting, you know, going to the library, to stores, to, you know, he, he goes to like a nature preschool. So he's interacting with people. We're not just stuck at home all the time. You know, I've seen all these memes from moms like, oh, I need wine to, you know, survive this. <laughs> but this is like very unusual. And also we have the stress of the situation, which is not helping anyone. You know, kids are wanting kids are getting restless inside. They want to go outside. They want to see their friends. They want to go to the playground. You can do all of that being a stay at home parent. So this is not like, oh, this is what homeschooling is. This oh I could never be a stay at home parent. How do you do this? Well it's really not that hard i mean there is some challenges being a stay-at-home parent but it's not like this normally and you said social media like facebook is huge for me you know compared to my mom who was a stay-at-home mom in the early 90s late 80s it was it was a very isolated thing you could get very lonely because you didn't know where all these you know events were. And now there's so many like moms clubs and Facebook groups, you know, but um, state and county moms groups where you can go and see these events and you can go to them and meet other people. You know, there's a app for moms. It's kind of like Tinder uh, for moms <laughs> where you could say, hey, let's meet up. We have similar age kids. Let's go do something. So it's so much better uh, with social media and it's so much better when you're not in lockdown
0: in the house yeah i, I did not know that uh, there's an app for that i have to see if there's there's one for dudes because i just be, being a stay-at-home dad is always kind of strange going to these events with a bunch of moms and i was oh, like you know one know of that. like two dads and you're like yeah, hey, well what, hi but um yeah so uh so i'm c- curious how has how's this whole quarantine lockdown thing um Affected you and and your routine,
1: um, yeah, everything's canceled, so uh the yeah, we're just mostly in the house, which stinks because we like to go out and do stuff, yeah,
0: are you able to get out at all like is uh in, a, in an urban area or kind
1: of, we've been going outside. I know it's really important to go outside for health and mental wellness. So we've been going on walks and stuff, um, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah. How, how have you been, uh, uh, has your son expressed any curiosity as to why, or how have you guys been handling that? Um,
1: he's, you know, I don't, he's not very vocal about it. Um, <laughs> but he's, I think he's probably like confused. Like, why are we in the house all day? And, you know, I try not to do the TV, but yeah, at this point, it's kind of like, you just have to kind of give in like, okay, this is a temporary thing. We're trying to do what works for us here and kind of give yourself some grace a little bit. So it's hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for sure we have four and, uh, The youngest one is is three and a half and has no, a little, a little behind developmentally, I I think, but, um, he kind of, you know, he goes to preschool, uh, two days a week. And with that canceled, um, he's just really bored and it it makes things so hard because he, you know, he doesn't understand, like there's no concept of anything. He just like, okay, my routine is totally changed now. Um, what's going on. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, at least we we have the luxury of, of being able to to get outside and, and do that sort of stuff. So that's a a positive thing. Um, so, kind of curious you you have a a book out there. Uh, nobody knows how to is that nobody knows how to make pizza. Um, when when did when did that come out? December? How long has it been out?
1: It came out in September.
0: September. Okay. All right. All right. And how long did it uh, was that process?
1: It it took months to kind of, I knew I wanted to write a children's book, but I was trying to think about, okay, I want to write this children's book, but I, I want to talk about economics, but I don't want it to be preachy. I don't, I don't want to write a propaganda book for kids about libertarianism. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that, but I do want to teach kids about economics, right? I mean, that's something they should be learning about anyway. So how do I do this in a fun way that's engaging that kids are going to like? And one of my favorite essays is I pencil by Leonard Reed. It talks about how amazing pencils are because nobody, no one person knows how to make them. It takes millions of people and they all have specialized skills and experiences and knowledge. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. That's something kids can understand. Um, It's very simple, but Pencils are kind of a boring thing. What (laughs) what do kids like? And most kids love pizza. Like when they see a pizza on a cover, they'll be like, oh, fun. So I was like, okay, well, let's change the eye pencil and make it about eye, eye pizza. Well, eye pizza kind of sounds weird. What does that mean? So I wanted to say, oh, nobody knows how to bake a pizza, kind of intriguing. What do you mean? Like chefs know how to make a pizza, right? Like it's simple. But So I kind of did that, and it teaches kids about economics, about division of labor and spontaneous order and all those kind of good economic terms in a very simple and fun way. And I've gotten a really good response. People say their kids like it. Um, it's about pizza. Oh, let's read the pizza book. Movie, Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been really good.
0: Good, Yeah, It's uh, being able to have have a tool to uh introduce some of those topics is it's helpful it's useful you know I, I can sit and talk to my 10 year old about this stuff all the time and and you know sometimes he he latches on and sometimes he's just like dad enough <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. bored and I'm like but I have nobody else to talk to you know <laughs> but um yeah it's uh I had put this you know in in that category with like the the Tuttle Twins and stuff that these are some of the books that like I really you know you really got to get them in, in kids' hands because they, they enjoy them and it's, it's useful information, you know, it's, it's stuff that will be with them and, and get them to, to think. Um, but has, was your, do you think you'll, you'll do another one?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm starting to think of ideas um, right now in my head, okay, how do I make it funny? How do I make it enjoyable and in, 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 um, educational at the same time? So that's always kind of a challenge and something I've tried to do with my videos as well, trying to make the perfect balance, which is tough, but I'm, I'm thinking of it.
0: All right. All right. And, uh, you use your, your son as like a, a guinea pig, I suppose, to some degree?
1: Uh, to some degree. I mean... It, you know, I had to hide all my books because he was like ripping out the pages and eating them. So, um, yeah, uh, hopefully as he gets a little bit older, he could be more uh, vocal about what he likes instead of just eating the pages.
0: Hey, you know, it's, we, it's I, my my oldest son, when he was little, just destroyed books. He just like would chew on them and rip them apart. And like he loves books. But like my daughter just was always so gentle. Just, Different, different kids do different things. It's amazing. But, yeah,
1: I've been so surprised. Like, before I had kids, I really didn't know that much about babies. And I kind of thought all babies are basically the same. And now I realize just how different all babies are and just how their personality starts so, so young. And I've been just so amazed by
0: that. Yeah, it's really the children are, are an amazing thing when you have them before you have them. I was definitely like, uh, I, I, you know, don't want kids maybe one. Okay. Now, you know, 10 years later, there's four of them running <laughs> around. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, so, uh, I don't know where, where can people go to find you? I know you're, you're all over there on the, the internets.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I'm on social media on Facebook and Twitter, Julie Borowski, I'm on Instagram. It's Julie Borowski, but there's an underscore because somebody, some other Julie Borowski took my name. Um, and then YouTube also is Julie Borowski. So basically, you can just g- Google my name, and something will show up.
0: Something will pop So what do you what do you got going on on the YouTube? I know you got uh, a couple things. That was not a so. I guess Julie Borowski. Okay, because I I know on on YouTube it's the the token libertarian girl do you have another channel or is that just
1: no it's the same channel you could either do it's like both links work so it's pretty cool gotcha
0: all right and you got tons of tons of content on there um what is what is that all about
1: um so i've been been doing youtube videos since 2011 i've i've kind of haven't been doing them much lately with the whole motherhood thing that takes some time, <laughs> but I've also gotten really big into designing stuff. I have a merchandise website. It's called libertyjunkies.com. Um, I sell t-shirts and stuff. It's just kind of a creative outlet. And I, I realized I need something being a stay-at-home parent. It's great. It's wonderful, but I also want to like do create stuff. So I like to create designs, um, I'm selling masks right now, which are really big, <laughs> um, big seller. So kind of libertarian themed mask. I have like the guy fox mask, like don't cough on me, all kinds of silly stuff. But hopefully they kind of work to protect us right now. But so I've been doing that um, YouTube videos. It's kind of like I don't know. Since becoming a mother, I probably changed, and like I don't want to be a divisive, polarizing person, and I realized that videos where you are polarizing get more views. And so it's kind of like how I I don't want to be that kind of person. I want to actually like make a positive change in the world. And it's kind of like uh, so much, so much stuff is just, especially with Trump being president, people either like love or hate him, And it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to like make content that people that make a difference I suppose in people's lives, and I think that's why I kind of gravitated to children's books because I want to kind of be educational and do something good instead of just you know flinging poop at people all the time
0: yeah I, I, I hear you it's uh social media is a very interesting thing um it can go either way. Uh, but, uh, you know, you want to get all those likes and everything being, being divisive is, is one way to do it. Slinging. Slinging is another way, but, uh, it's curious when you, when you have kids, how perspectives change a bit. Um, I don't know, but, uh, all right. So I, don't, I don't know. Any, any, any thoughts, people thinking about, uh, that are, that are stuck at home now, um, how to, I don't know, break things up or people thinking about, uh, maybe homeschooling or, or coming upon that decision? Any, any thoughts?
1: Uh, I would say this is not typical, like I said, and I'm just hanging there, trying to do something productive. I've started trying to do some gardening. Um, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I, you know, um, you can't control the situation. I'm somebody who has really bad anxiety. So I'm trying to learn just It is what it is. Try to make the best of your time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing for gardening?
1: Um, We are doing some carrots, cucumbers, spinach. I got a bunch of seeds from the store. We just made like a raised garden. So, you know, we're experimenting and seeing what happens.
0: (laughs) Have you guys uh, gardened at all before or grown anything before?
1: I did when I was a kid. I helped my parents with their gardening, but I don't know if that really counts.
0: Hey, you know, something got get a little bit of background there, I guess. Get the get the kid out there digging in the dirt. That's always yeah. Always fun. It's tough though. They don't realize like that there's seeds in the ground. And they just like my, my little one will just like walk through. I'm like, dude, there's sticks right there. Please <laughs> don't walk there and it's just chomp 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 you know, like, man. But uh all right. Well, I, I wish you luck with with the garden and uh, with your your future endeavors there. And uh, yeah, thanks for, for coming on. Great, no, thank you. All right, that was that was Julie I hope you enjoyed that go check out uh, Liberty junkies um, she's got some some sweet merchandise over there some some funny shirts and stuff and uh, if you have a young young child um, I, I recommend her book go go check it out go pick it up it um, works good for those those younger ages and can kind of help you to convey some of those messages that uh, need conveying so go do that it was a shorter episode today so I, I'm gonna ramble a little bit because because uh, I can because I, I want to add some things um, if you are a parent that got here, uh, you know because you are kind of new to homeschooling, um, you're being forced to to homeschool by way of this whole quarantine shutdown thing, or if you know somebody that that uh, is doing that, send them, send them this, go share this uh, this little pot with them. But um, you know, Julie and I talked about it a little bit, but I, I kind of want to get into it. it. There's a huge difference right now um, between actual. Homeschooling parents that are are have been homeschooling for for the year or however long, versus um, a lot of what you are seeing come out of this sort of home education that's going on, and that's it's multifaceted. Y- your homeschool parents uh, that are doing this uh, of their own volition are they've bought in, they are aware of of different curriculums, they're aware of different methodologies of, of schooling your children, they have a plan. They have a goal. They, they have an idea of where they want to get to, and they're moving toward that. When you were told to stay home from work, that you will no longer be able to come to work, that uh, your school is being shut down and your children are going to be with you now 24-7, um, let's face it, you, you're not invested in that education program. You may have been paying attention when homework got sent home. You may have been to some conferences. You may have seen some, some of their work and stuff. But when it comes down to it, you, your knowledge of what was actually happening in the classroom is slim to none, almost non-existent. When you really distill it down, um, it's, you don't know, you don't know a lot of what happens in the classroom. With that in mind, trying to replicate what the teacher sent home is going to be near impossible. You know, as a teacher, you can implement someone else's lesson plan, but in order to get real buy in from the students, um, you're going to need to adapt that lesson plan to your personality, to your strengths. Uh, you're going to need to avoid your weaknesses. And, and you, so just taking something from one side and moving it to another is, is not going to work. You, you have to, to, mash it up, mix it up and, and change it into something that is yours. Parents that are getting work from the school are, are not doing that, right? There's very little little of that going on. On top of that, um, a lot of what's coming home from from schools is uh, it's busy work it's busy work. And now there's a lot of that going on in the, in the the classroom anyway, right? Um, worksheets that you do, uh, Hey, you know, when you get done with this, this board work, um, go do this worksheet and, uh, then, then put your head down on the table or whatever it is that that, uh, the teacher tells the, the student to do. So the teacher sends home busy work because let's face it, they can't send home a lecture, right? If they had something planned that, uh, you know, needs 20 kids to do, they, they can't send that home. So they have to send home busy work, Busy work sucks. Busy work is boring. A lot of students hate busy work because that's just it. It's just busy work. It's just something to occupy my time and make me look like I'm doing something. And I think the smarter your kids are, the more they will rebel against that busy work. They, they won't do it because they know they're onto it. They're aware that this is uh, this is just a joke. I've already mastered this and this is just... uh something I I don't need to do, but, um, you know, so it's kind of there to, to keep in mind, to remember that, that if you are homeschooling under, under duress, because the state has essentially made you, um, and you're hating it and your children are hating it, bear in mind that it's, it's not really homeschooling. It's, it's not genuinely something that, that people would look at and, and call homeschooling. Um, you know, it's a little bit different. It's more of a home education program where you're just, you know, taking something from one entity and trying to make it fit your child. I do think it's a, a great tool to actually see how the public school works, because that that is essentially what you are doing. You're taking the public school education, the public school model, public school curriculum, and, and trying to force your child into that mold. And um, more often than not, it doesn't work. And as a parent, you get to change those things. You get to, to mold the curriculum, the, the, the ideas, the messages you want to convey. You, you get to mold them to your child because you can. Um, the teacher in a classroom doesn't get to do that. And I hope that the parents are seeing that are waking up to that and are recognizing that this is what's going on. Um, so if you're, you're trying it out and you're hating it, change it up a little bit, try some things, you know, try to, try to do something a little different. It'll be okay. It'll be okay next year when your kid goes back to school and they didn't get through all the the math worksheets. It'll be okay. It'll be all right. I guarantee you. I mean, that's, that's all a little bit longer, but, um, you know, something I'd been thinking about for, for a while now. So there it is. Anyway, guys, uh, come back next week. I will have another show and, uh, yeah, remember get out there. So those seeds of Liberty, we can all reap sheaves of freedom together.